G'day guys and welcome once more to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast and this is our first one of 2023. To I guess start, it was pretty cool to see at the end of the year that my podcast um, reached number one in Australia in the um, fitness and nutrition, I believe, category. So in Australia, not just Australian podcasts, but worldwide worldwide fitness and um podcasts there was a lot of different american ones and the coach mark carroll podcast reached number one in the in australia for all fitness podcasts in the world so pretty pretty cool something i definitely wasn't expecting when i started my podcast my friend and business partner sheridan sky was the one who forced me to get on here and chat and yeah so Pretty cool. Um, And I think it was in all of the world, it was number 19 in podcasts in that category. So, yeah, pretty cool. So think of that entire world put together and the Coach Mark Carroll podcast at that period in time was number 19 in the world for training and nutrition podcasts and, yeah, number one in Australia. So thank you guys for listening. And with that, guys, this one... And I guess going forward this year, I want to do a few more kind of short ones. Obviously, I try to keep them pretty short around that 20, 25-minute mark. But I'm all about efficiency, time time efficiency. And I know a lot of people often might take their dog for a walk or be driving to work 10, 15 minutes. So I want to try and put out some quick, quick hitters for you to take in, actionable stuff. And today, that will bring me to a topic. And what we're going to do today is... Talk about fat loss. Should you start with a calorie deficit or should you try and create a calorie deficit first from just moving more? So this is something that I recently saw on Instagram, a coach, forget their name, um, a big bodybuilding coach. And his concept was he said that people should um, start a cut with moving more, not worry about nutrition and just move more. And this is something I couldn't disagree with more. I'm not saying anything about the coach um, at all. Um, they seem like a very successful coach and stuff like that. But this is something I definitely disagree with. And what I do, and pretty much everyone I've kind of learnt off, very smart people, when it comes to fat loss, we know that the most efficient and effective way to create fat loss is through nutritional intervention. So the argument was that, well, keep nutrition where you are and just start moving more. And this is kind of a, and from the moving more point of view, it's from say, do more steps, do more cardio, do more training. And for me, this is something I'd absolutely not do. If I had to choose one or the other, I'd always go with the nutrition approach. So work out your calories, create a calorie deficit. That's the first thing we want to target. So why do we want to target um, fat loss through nutrition overtraining? Well, firstly, we know from overwhelming research that calorie deficit is what we need for fat loss. It's not necessarily training more. You can train more, you can move more, but if you don't eat less and create a calorie deficit, there's no fat loss. And what often happens is when you move more, 
and train more, a lot of times people get hungrier. So they might train more and move more, but if you're not actually targeting nutritional intervention, you tend to actually eat more because you're actually moving more. So if you're not focusing on your nutrition, yeah, you can move a bit more, but in turn, you can also increase your hunger um, and force your body to actually eat more, which is very counterproductive, obviously, if you want fat loss. When it comes to trying to lose weight, we want things that are going to be efficient. So time efficient is going to be a big part of success with people. You know, everyone's busy these days, whether you're a personal trainer, even you're working in the gym, you're still busy, or you're a mom of three kids and you can only get to the gym a couple of days a week, things like that. We want to choose strategies which are time efficient and are going to be bang for your buck. So when it comes to fat loss, if you just eat, say, 500 calories less from your TDE straight away without having to do any more movement, without having to go to the gym or without having to go to do cardio, without having to go do more steps, which takes half an hour, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever, literally by changing absolutely nothing but just the volume of your food, you've created the number one tool to fat loss. All you have to do is reduce your portion sizes and to create that calorie deficit. That's all you have to do. You could have still kept eating the same amount, same types of foods, but we just manipulated the volume of food to create that calorie deficit. No other intervention and you're well on your way to effective fat loss. Now, if you went and said, all right, let's just move more. Well, firstly, is the person in a surplus? Well, then moving more is going to be very, 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 very hard to then create the necessary, necessarily create the calorie expenditure to create a deficit. So that's going to be basically ruled out. And let's say you are at your maintenance, you're eating your TDE, and then you just go, let's try and create a calorie deficit by just moving a lot more. So right away, you're gonna, you're going to have to extremely change your daily movement patterns and exercise patterns. If you're already training effective, if you're already training four or five days a week, you've got a lifestyle where you're doing say eight, six, eight, 10,000 steps a day. And then you go, Hey, you need to move more to lose weight, but you're already training each day on most days. You're already quite active. And then you're telling someone to lose weight. Don't worry about their calories. Just eat more. Instead of eating less, just move more. Well, in week one of your diet, and say you've got 12, 16, 20 weeks for, say, a comp prep, if you're telling someone who's already doing five days weights, seven, 8,000 steps a day that they need to move more right away, that is the most inefficient strategy to fat loss possible for someone. So straight away off the bat, they're going to be trying to dramatically increase their calorie expenditure by adding cardio, but not just a little bit of cardio. When we're talking a calorie deficit, we're generally going to be trying to create a 500 calorie deficit from their TDE. So if you're talking 500 calories from cardio, that is a fuckload of cardio every single day to create that calorie expenditure instantly off the bat as soon as you start your fat loss block. So number one, you'd have to do heaps more cardio. Number two, you'd have to do heaps more steps. Again, steps is something, it's a great tool, but it's very inefficient from a standpoint of calories expended for the time it takes to expend those calories. Or if you want to be more 
time efficient, you could do more interval. But again, this is going to be taxing and this is something that's going to then impact your performance in the gym quite early because you're doing a lot more things to drive up calorie expenditure, which then in turn can impact your performance in the gym. So all in all, if you went and said, let's start a fat loss block by not worrying about calories and just moving more, for any person who lifts, you're already going to just just to create a somewhat a somewhat of a deficit from your increased movement. It's not a little bit of movement. It's not just going, all right, let's just create a calorie, 500 calorie deficit. It's not, all right, let's just do two cardio sessions. Those two cardio sessions might burn 250, 300 calories two days a week, but we need a 500 calorie deficit almost seven days a week. So if you do two cardio sessions off the bat, which is 300 calories each, they're 600 calories. So 600 calories expended from two cardio sessions, but we need 3,500 calories roughly. That means you still need to be moving more around, moving to generate a a further 2,900 calories or so to create the necessary, necessary calorie deficit for the fat loss we want to be generating. So do you see how if you target just moving more from the start, how inefficient that is? how much more work you'd have to do. So cardio is just a tool. Moving more is a tool. If you want to lose body fat, you need to create a calorie deficit. The most efficient way to do this is eating less food. If you're if you're someone who breaks their leg and you have to go to hospital and you can't really move, you're still going to be expending calories. So if you ate less than your TDE when you're say in hospital bed, you will still lose weight because you're eating calorie deficit. But if you are obviously um, affected and you can't really move much, if you're not at in, if your intervention is not going to be nutrition, you've got not much you can do, especially if you're in a, a bad hospital bed and you can't move much. So your way of attacking fat loss would be eating less. But the same strategy should be even if you're moving more because, again, anyone who's listening to this should be people, I imagine, who are training a lot, training four or five days a week, three days, really hard. They're quite active. They're health-seeking individuals. So you're already moving quite a lot. There's only so much more movement you can do. So this is why if you want to lose body fat, the most simple and effective first intervention is always going to be through nutrition. Because we know, first of all, creating um, creating a deficit, if we work out TDE and create that deficit just from eating less, we're going to be in a place to lose body fat. We don't need to move more right off the bat to generate fat loss. We just need to create that deficit, which is going to be most simply done through eating less. The big thing is something I've seen a lot is when I've done – and I've done mentoring in the past and I've or I've had people come to me who've worked with other coaches. So I once had this client come to me and she was working with a really good coach, but he wasn't quite understanding her limitations and her limitations was time. So she worked a corporate job, really long hours, and he wanted to really push the whole let's diet on really high calories. But the thing was she wasn't losing weight. 
and she was working up to 12 hour days, five days a week. And then she had to work Saturdays as well. And he was trying to put her cardio up to three, four days a week. And then had her steps at 14,000 a day. So when she wasn't losing on say that initial 20% deficit, his answer was let's keep driving up steps. And she's like, who she was is that she's like, I'm barely struggling to get 6,000 steps. And you're telling me to do 14,000 steps. I can't really get time into the gym to do cardio and weights. And you're telling me to put my cardio up to three to four sessions a week. And she kept being like, can't I just eat less? I'm not hungry. I'm so busy. And I'm not losing body fat. So I know that I can either eat less to create a calorie deficit, or I can do a lot more cardio to further create calories, um, a calorie deficit. But right off the bat, right there, what was the answer for her? She's super busy, a lot of time limitations. She's not hungry. And the coach was, instead of targeting, creating a larger calorie deficit from eating less, he kept pushing training volume up when she was already busy and she didn't have the time for it. So how did that go? Well, she left that coach and then came over to work with me. And what did I do? I actually decreased her activity. I took her sessions down to four and we pushed a more aggressive calorie deficit, which was what she wanted. And then all of a sudden she lost and lost and lost and lost and lost, got amazing results. She got amazing results from doing less work in the gym, less movement, but we created and accounted for that reduction in movement by creating a more aggressive calorie deficit. The key was that now she was actually able to do it and feel great, stick to it. It's a good thing when when you can actually have a schedule that you can adhere to. It's great for your self-esteem. Instead of, instead of trying to do six, seven days a week training, which is impossible for someone, we changed the strategy. We reduced the volume. We decreased the calories. And then in turn, she was able to adhere to it and she lost fat and a lot of fat and got amazing results all while doing a lot less work because again, we targeted the most effective intervention to fat loss, which is going to be reduction in calories through your nutrition over dramatic increase in calorie expenditure. So is driving up cardio bad thing? Is it driving up steps a bad thing? No, absolutely not. But I would always use that as either in synergy with a calorie um, with calorie reduction. So if we're decreasing calories, then cool. We can also balance that, that out with a bit of cardio, a bit more steps. But our driver, our base should be still reducing your calorie intake for the large majority of people. Then when progress stalls later on, yeah, you've got, you got then what I like to call, you've got tools to play with. If you start off the bat with five, six, seven days a week cardio, like a lot of coaches I see talk about, then when things slow down at the end, outside, say, four, six, eight weeks outside their cut for their photo shoot or show, it's then really hard to make changes other than just dramatic reduction in calories because you're already doing so much movement. There's nowhere else you can go. So this is why I always like targeting nutrition first and then slowly using a more linear approach to slowly increasing steps, slowly increasing cardio when we need it as a tool. But my goal is primarily to use as little 
increases in cardio, as little increases in steps as I can to generate the fat loss required for the client. The more exercise they have to do, the more potentially fatiguing is and the more that it can impact performance. And from training so many people at a very high level, world champions in different categories, I know firsthand that when you're a really tired, hungry bodybuilder, bikini competitor, the last thing you want to do is when you're really fatigued, you've just smashed a hard weight session, is then go out and have to get 6,000 more steps when you could probably just eat 100 less calories. Things like that is going to help a client adhere to it, make it um, make it more achievable and more enjoyable. So in summary, guys, when it comes to fat loss, should you start with a calorie deficit or should your focus be not worry about nutrition and just focus on moving more and doing more cardio, increasing steps, I would strongly, strongly, strongly 9.999 times out of 10 say start with your calorie deficit through eating less. It's going to be much more efficient. It's going to be much more accurate. And then from a standpoint of, if you looked at the, from a science, scientific math standpoint, if you look at the the calories you'd need to generate through increased calorie expenditure, for ideal fat loss, it would need to be a huge amount of an increase in cardio and um, steps for anyone who's already training. If you're someone who's who hasn't got up off the lounge for six months, yes, of course, moving more and stuff like that, going to the gym would be a solid intervention. But for anyone listening to this, anyone who's training already and you're training four or five days a week, you're actively moving around with your job and lifestyle, then the most effective, efficient, and I just think all-around winning formula to generating fat loss off the bat is going to be through creating calorie deficit through your nutrition first, then using your energy balance equation from a standpoint of cardio, your output, your steps. Use that as a tool, but it's not the base. The base is going to be your calorie deficit through nutrition. Moving more through cardio and steps is just a tool when you need to use and use it sparingly when you have to. So I hope that gives you guys a bit of, uh, I guess, a bit of my thought processes and answers a lot of your questions because I often get these, like, should I move let more or should I eat less? And that's kind of why I generally always try to push nutrition first. Not saying moving more is bad. Not saying cardio is bad. Cardio is a good thing, especially for your health, for your heart. And I do use cardio at the start at times as well for people. But if we want fat loss, let's choose the lowest hanging fruit. Let's choose the most bang for buck intervention that we can get. And that is through creating a calorie deficit via eating less. So with that, guys, I hope that helps. Um, If you find this helpful, please help me out by um, clicking the five-star rating on um, apple for the podcast guys and also if you enjoy my podcast please share on social media to your audience and you know tell your friends about it because it helps a lot as well so guys thank you i hope you enjoyed it and let's do some big things with the podcast this year thanks guys